Good morning, Inker, and happy June. That's right, it's finally my birth month, which means it's time for me to buy myself some presents, including some gifts that are gonna pay it forward. If anyone has a good idea or a suggestion of some really good charities that deserve some donations this month, please hit me up on Twitter, at Kaylee Chella, that's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella, and let me know what charities deserve some bumps, and also your favorite products on Amazon, little things you can buy for yourself. Happy June, here we go. The Associated Press reports that immigration advocates accused the U.S. government on Thursday of effectively disappearing hundreds of children in a complaint over the widespread separation of families crossing the southern border. The groups filed a petition with the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights, which investigates alleged human rights abuses in North and South America. Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced May 7th that the Justice Department would begin to prosecute every person accused of illegally crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. Hundreds of families have been separated since then. An official from U.S. Customs and Border Protection recently told Congress that 638 adults had been referred for prosecution between May 6th and May 19th, bringing with them 658 children. By comparison, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, which shelters unaccompanied immigrant children, said in April that it had approximately 700 cases since October in which the parents were believed to be in federal custody. Immigration lawyers and advocates say parents are being held in jail without knowing where their children are. Efren Oliveres, a lawyer with the Texas Civil Rights Project, which filed the complaint, said the U.S. government's separating of families is, quote, clearly in violation of international law, continuing, quote, no developed democracy in the world separates children and parents just because they came into the country. Advocates say they hope the complaint will lead the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights to ask the government for more information about how it's keeping track of families after separating them. The American Civil Liberties Union has also filed a federal lawsuit challenging family separation. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement said in a statement that it is, quote, committed to connecting these family members as quickly as possible after separation, and that it will work with the Department of Health and Human Services to, quote, set up regular communication and removal coordination if necessary. A top aide to Kim Jong-un will make a rare visit to Washington Friday to hand a letter from the North Korean leader to President Trump, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said after reporting quote-unquote good progress in talks between the two to revive an on-again, off-again nuclear summit. Pompeo told reporters at a news conference in New York after meeting Thursday with former North Korean military intelligence chief Kim Yong-chol, quote, I am confident we are moving in the right direction. Our two countries face a pivotal moment in our relationship, and it would be nothing short of tragic to let this opportunity go to waste. He would not say that the summit is a definite go for Singapore on June 12th and could not say if that decision would be made after Trump reads Kim Jong-un's letter. However, his comments were the most positive from any U.S. official since Trump abruptly canceled the meeting last week after belligerent statements from the North. The two countries eyeing the first summit between the U.S. and the North after six decades of hostility have also been holding negotiations in Singapore and the demilitarized zone between the two Koreas. Early Thursday, Trump told reporters, quote, We are doing very well with North Korea. He added that there may not even need to be a second or third meeting to reach a deal on North Korean denuclearization, but still hedged, saying, quote-unquote, maybe we'll have none. Seeking to comfort grieving families and shaken survivors, President Trump spent more than an hour privately Thursday with some of those impacted by a Texas mass school shooting that killed 10 and wounded more than a dozen on May 18th. The latest spasm of violence in a year marred by assaults on the nation's schools. The shooting at Santa Fe High School was the latest to test the president's role as a national comforter-in-chief. 
Trump met with more than two dozen people affected by the shooting and did not publicly share his message for the grieving families and local leaders during a meeting at a Coast Guard base outside Houston. Pamela Stanich, whose 17-year-old son, Jared Black, was among the eight students killed, was one of the parents who met with Trump, presenting him with a family statement and a copy of her son's eulogy. She wrote in a Facebook post after the meeting that Trump, quote, met with us privately and showed sincerity, compassion, and concern on making our schools safer across the nation. He spent time talking to the survivors and asking on what happened and what would have made a difference. Changes are coming for the good. While the president was in Texas, Trump's school safety commission met outside Washington. Part of the president's chosen solution to combat the rising tide of bloodshed after his brief flirtation with tougher gun laws after February's mass killing at a high school in Parkland, Florida, went nowhere. A White House spokesman said Trump was quote-unquote moved by the shooting at Santa Fe High School, which left eight students and two substitute teachers dead. A student faces capital murder charges in the attack. Samantha Bee apologized to Ivanka Trump and viewers on Thursday for using an obscenity to describe her on a segment of her TBS comedy show. He said her language was quote-unquote inappropriate and inexcusable, saying quote, I crossed a line and I deeply regret it. Bee called Ivanka Trump a quote-unquote feckless c- toward the end of a segment about President Trump's immigration policies on her show Full Frontal on Wednesday. She used the slur in urging Ivanka Trump to speak to her father about policies that separate children from their parents, saying quote, Put on something tight and low-cut and tell your father to f***ing stop it. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders called Bee's language quote-unquote vile and vicious and said executives at TBS and corporate parent Time Warner need to demonstrate that such explicit profanity about female members of the administration would not be condoned. TBS issued its own statement saying Bee was right to apologize. The network said, quote, it was our mistake too and we regret it. Nothing was said about whether Bee or the show would face any disciplinary action. That's it for me. Don't forget to tweet me and let me know your favorite go-to products to buy to treat yourself for your birthday and also your favorite charities that deserve some donations in honor of my birthday. I will definitely be checking all of those out. Again, my name on Twitter is at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella. Thanks in advance. Chella checking out.